0: You're a monster. Welcome in to the Football Monsters podcast. Your host, we've got Caleb and we've got Devin today. Devin, how we doing?
1: Good, man. Good, man. How are you
0: doing? Dude, I'm excited to have you. For everybody that doesn't know, Devin is now going to be my co-host. I am super jacked to have him a part of this. He's going to bring some knowledge and some skills that, uh, well, I frankly just don't have. So I'm excited to uh, to chat football with you and chat fantasy. Um, Real quick, for all of our listeners out there as well, you may have noticed we've got some different-looking wording and uh, some extra social media presence out there thanks again to devin he is going to be taking over for uh discord for us which i'm really excited and we have changed our name from the fantasy monsters podcast to the football monsters podcast if you can't tell we changed one word that's it right devin it's just one word they can't get too confused the one word just the one (laughs) word yeah we just wanted to make sure that you guys knew that well we talk about football so there that's it um, but again, if you guys want to check out any of our social media pages, you can find us at Monsters FB, which believe it or not stands for football guys. So Monsters FB on all of our social media platforms, and now including Discord, we will have some channels up there. We're going to be having you guys ask some questions. We're going to be putting stuff out there all the time. Again, Devin's going to be manhandling that. So if you want to reach out to him and say uh, welcome to the team, please do. Um, but guys we have so much stuff to talk about as we have been gone for about a month so devin you ready it's monster news time let's get this going man let's do it all right let's jump into monster news okay let's real quick we're gonna uh, talk about tag players All right. So there's a lot of tags. Let's just get them out of the way, because unfortunately, as much as we would like to see some of these guys go somewhere else, they're not. So, uh, Chris Godwin, good tag, bad tag. What do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, definitely a good tag. I mean, obviously, it's really going to depend on what they do with that quarterback situation with Brady retiring. But I mean, a guy like Godwin, he's still young, very talented. You don't want to see him leave.
0: Oh, heck yeah. I, I firmly agree with you. I was really hoping that he would go somewhere else just because I was curious the contract that he would get going, going to another team, but there's no way you can let somebody with his skill set, even with that injury. I'm not worried about that season injury, uh, season ending injury. He'll be back in full force. And him and Mike Evans have just been an incredible tandem. Now, um, while we're on it, quarterback situation, we're going to get in some quarterbacks, uh, you know, a little bit later, but with some trades that's taken place, what do you see them doing? I mean, you know, Brady retired. There's talk about him going to San Francisco now. We'll we'll see. But what do you what do you think they're gonna do down there in, in Tampa?
1: Man, honestly, my first thought was and I know the culture are in the running for this too, um, but Jimmy G. I mean, yeah. it looks like he's, you know, almost primed to go to a team like that. Yeah. You know, they they have everything they need there aside from a quarterback, you know. So I could really see something like that. And I mean, as we'll get into it a little bit further in the news, you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, like the talks are going to start heating up on him, you know, and Mm -hmm. who better than a team that has these weapons, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I agree there. I know that when Kyler Murray did all his stuff, there was talks about Kyler Murray possibly going there. And I thought that would be intriguing, but now that that's not going to happen anymore, uh, because he's firmly going to supplant still in Arizona since all of his social media stuff has come back. But um, yeah, I think this was a great tag and I think it was even a must tag. Now, Last question, and we're going to move on, but do you think he'll play on it? Do you think he'll play on the tag? Because he he played on it last year. He got hurt. Mm -hmm. You think he's going to play a second year? Because I I don't think he will.
1: Uh, The only thing that makes me think that he would – now, if Brady stays there, no, he's going to ask for a contract. But without having Brady, he's going to need to prove himself with some – even though he's already proven himself. But he, he like get that rapport with some new quarterback and show like, listen, guys, I'm the real deal. I didn't need Brady. I didn't need any of this other stuff. Like I'm the guy that deserves that big contract. Give it to me.
0: Uh, OK, that's fair. That is fair. And I think it's going to be very hard, depending on what quarterback comes in to, you know, for him right. to have to build that rapport as quickly as uh, he had to do with Brady. But, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. If I was him, if I was his agent, though, I, w- I would basically go to the team and say, I don't care who's going to be the quarterback here. I'm not stepping on this field until you give me a, a long-term contract, especially just because of that. Injury. Yeah. So, all right. Right. I can see that too. Yeah. Next we got some tight ends. All right. We got a few tight ends. We're going to talk about Mike. Asecki. I dude, I, this had to happen. <laughs> I am, yeah. This is like the only weapon they have down there. So I'm, I'm a little surprised they weren't able to figure out a way to sign Mike Asecki to a long-term deal yet. Uh, But yeah, this was a great tag. What are your thoughts on Mike Asecki?
1: Yeah, yeah, same thing. And like you said, I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to is they definitely want to work that deal out with the, but they don't want a chance letting some other team come in and try and get him. Mm-hmm. So they you know, of course they're gonna franchise back in just so that they don't lose a guy like that. I mean, his hands are absolutely insane and you have to have, you know, some kind of wide receiving help there. And I mean, who better than Gaseki? I mean, he just absolutely kills it year in and year out.
0: Right. And I know later this week we'll be doing our uh, we're going to be doing some team needs in Miami. We'll be in that discussion. So we'll get into that. But yeah, I definitely think they need some wide receiver help out there. You know, Jalen Waddle's coming into a second year. That could obviously be something special. But yeah, you cannot get rid of this safety blanket by any means. So this was a must have um, to another must have Dalton Schultz, man. What an explosion he had this past season. Absolutely. incredible. Yeah, he was
1: absolutely insane this past season like i remember he just came out of nowhere like i mean you were right. you know every every year in fantasy football tight end it seems to be that like you have your kelsey you know you have mm-hmm. um I, I, I just brought his name in san francisco um
0: oh george kettle <laughs>
1: Kittle. Thank you. Even though, you know, him not playing half the season. I mean, and then after that you had a fall off. I mean, even everyone went crazy over Kyle Pitts. And of course, you know, that didn't work out the way anyone wanted to on his first year, but like Mm -hmm. Schultz, man, he just absolutely killed it all year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when I looked at my preseason rankings, I didn't have him in my top 10. I think I had him in my top 15. um, Just because of the possible upside that he did bring, but I did not see this happening at all. (laughs) And so, really exciting um, for them. And because of that explosion, you know, and we'll get into this a little bit later. Well, let's just talk about now, but they released Blake Jarwin from the Cowboys just because of the fact that he did have such an incredible season. Um, And again, like Dak, when you, when you look at, talk about safety blankets at tight end, dude, him and Dak had just as many throws to catches. as some wide receivers did with their quarterbacks this year. That is how often Dalton Schultz was targeted Um, and had receptions down. And I think that's, you know, even coming back into play with some of this stuff with Amari Cooper too. So, um, now I'm shocked. Okay. I, this one, I was absolutely shocked. I read it about four times just to make sure I wasn't going crazy in my head, but, but the Browns tagged David Njoku. good or a bad tag in your mind.
1: Uh, definitely surprises me. I mean, you've got what Austin Hooper, you still have Harrison Bryant there. I mean, so they still have some other tight ends. Mm -hmm. and Joku, I think it was what two, three years ago. He really had a, you know, a solid year, but he's, he's kind of fell off there. I guess the one thing that really helps with uh, having in Joku is he's a very good run blocker and it just helps clear the path for Chubb that much more.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. It's just disappointing because when he was coming out of Miami, like, this dude was like the biggest and most ripped tight end I think I've ever seen in my life. Like he's he's just huge and just so physically um, I don't I'm almost sounding a little weird here, but physically fit like he's just he's just a big tight end. And it's and he's quick and he's got great hands, but he's never really been what we thought he was going to be, you know, like no. And, and- go ahead, brother.
1: No, I was just going to say, I'm looking here. He only had 53 targets last year with 36 receptions. Yeah. you so know, And didn't even clear 500 yards. You know, like like the franchise tag that, like, you know, like it just it surprised me. I, I was the same way as you. Like I, I had to double take.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys do what you do. Maybe they just didn't have anybody else they needed to really focus on to franchise, which is fine. I guess if you're in a good position to be able to do that, but they should have just either cut them or, you know, just you know, gave him a decent contract and he would have been back. I just don't see the point of franchise tagging somebody that's just not been good.
1: (laughs) I mean, the the tight end position is so needed in a lot of teams now. I mean, especially you got guys like Jack Doyle, you know, retiring Mm -hmm. from the Colts. You know, maybe it's just a a fear that, you know, you don't want to lose him because of that run block or something along those lines. So you don't have the franchise tag for anyone else. Why not use it? You know, especially with tight ends being so cheap to franchise tag this year.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's just, it just, like I said, it just caught me off guard. One that did not catch yeah. me off guard and I'm sure it did not catch you off guard by any means was Devonte Adams getting tagged in Green Bay. So <laughs> this yeah. was, this was, I mean, come on, what else were you going to do? Uh, you had to franchise tag this guy. Now I'm curious your thoughts on this because there's so much talk about, okay, well, Aaron Rodgers didn't want to make a decision until they figured out what they were going to do with Adams. And then they didn't want to do anything with Adams until Aaron Rodgers made his decision. I this is my thing. And then you tell me if you think I'm stupid or not. All right. I think these are two completely different circumstances. I think both of them. Yes. Do affect the team one way or another, but if I'm green Bay, I don't think it really matters. If Rogers decided to go somewhere else, I'm still going to try and keep Devonte Adams. And then I don't care if yeah. Devonte Adams tried to go somewhere else. I'm still going to try and keep Aaron Rodgers. So to me, they're still separate that affects them together. What do you think? Right.
1: No, I I agree with you there. Um, I mean, obviously, a guy like Devontae Adams, you know, been one of the top guys year in and year out since he came into the league, really. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, obviously, a lot of that's a credit to the fact that he has Aaron Rodgers thrown to him. So, (laughs) of course, he's going to want to, you know, he's going to want to stay with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and not end up in a situation where he's got Baker Mayfield, which we saw what that did to OBJ. You know, so obviously, (laughs) you know, that's going to be a factor for him. But, like, I definitely think that. They're, you know, it it makes it look like it's a you know, a package deal, but I agree with you. I, I just I feel like these are just, you know, one offs that just happen to look like they, you know, line up together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think people need to stop trying to read too much into this. You know, I think it you know, Green Bay, um, at the end of the day, they're not gonna want to see either one of these guys go, but they're you know, they're not gonna try and get rid of Adams by any means. Like if if Aaron Rodgers left, they're not gonna sit there and be like, All right, he's gone, let's just get rid of Adams. No. You're gonna try to keep Devonte Adams.
1: Now that being said, I mean, if you can't get a quarterback and say Rogers did decide to leave, do you look at that as a time to rebuild and you know dish Devonte in his prime? Try and you know get a deal now. That way you can you know if Rogers decides he's done, you can you can um, you know make a trade and get some value out of Adams. You know so that way you still have something to rebuild on.
0: I mean, I I could see how that would be beneficial, but at the same time, would you not rather just have a Devontae Adams to be able to throw to with Jordan that, Love? N- like
1: that is very true
0: too. You know, yeah. like, I mean, you're giving, and here's the thing is at the end of the day, then if that connection can't work, well, who are you going to blame it? You ain't going to blame it on Devonte Adams. You're going to be like, well, Devontae Adams. Is, yeah. Yeah. Jordan love can't make it happen. Devonte Adams is number one or number two every year in the league at the position. Right. So you're not at that point. You're going to be like, yep. Jordan love doesn't have it. We need to move on, but I'm not going to get rid. That's like saying like, okay, if, if Matthew Stafford retired, <laughs> just hypothetically, you're going to try and trade Cooper cup. Right. I mean, yeah, you're, you're just not going to do it. You're that's, not gonna, I, I, yeah, that's true. You're not going to do yeah. that. Like that would be so stupid. No, you're going to find somebody that can fit and you're going to have one of the best wide receivers on in the league on your team. Like I
1: very true. Cause that's just going to make any uh, mediocre quarterback look even better too. Exa- so. exa- exactly.
0: Exactly exactly yeah, yeah and vice versa i mean if you have a good quarterback you can make mediocre wide receivers look good but you know again true it's yeah no, I, I think it'd just be so stupid um next one not a surprise i'm kind of i'm kind of glad they did it but uh at the same time i i had him go into a few teams i thought would be a lot of it uh, a lot more intriguing which was mike williams ended up getting he ended up getting re-signed i had him in the because they had him tagged but they ended up re-signing him. Um, to a nice little deal, and good for him. But he is going to be staying. And uh, oh, I almost said San Diego, <laughs> but uh, he's going to be staying in LA. <laughs> that's yeah. never going to change, man. I get that's so jacked up. But uh, yeah, so he's going to be staying in LA now. And,
1: and it was so nice to see him. Like for the most part, I don't think he. You know, not, I'm looking back on it. He didn't really have any setbacks last year. You know, like the, a couple of years before, it's always been injuries. You know, he mm-hmm. starts playing good, and you know something happens. I'm looking at his stats here. You know, he was targeted 122 times. and He's in that high-powered offense. You know, caught 76 of those for almost 1,200 yards. I mean, that's a must-have, you know, especially when you have Herbert there. Mm-hmm. You're already going to have teams doubling up on um, – man, I cannot think of people's names today. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, thank you. <laughs> so you're already going to have Keenan Allen getting doubled up. So you've got to have a guy like Mike Williams. And Williams is their – you know, he's their barn burner. He's always catching those deep, you know, 80-yard passes, yeah. you know, and just taking them to the house.
0: Right. Well, and I mean, we remember, you know, again, in the first few weeks of fantasy, he was the number one wide receiver in the league. Like, dude, he was on fire and he still finished, you know, in the top uh, as a number one this year, which was fantastic to see. And we knew that this is the type of player he could be. So when I look at this and I see that he played 16 games, I'm like, just thank God he was healthy because he, again, he's another one of those guys that is just so stupid talented and it was really nice to see him play a full season and be able just to have a good time with it, you know, and yeah, just, I'm glad to see him. And his contract is still pretty friendly, you know, for the most part, uh, what was it? Three years, 20 mil um, average. So it's yeah. total of 60, 40 guaranteed, which was great. Um, so that's, that is not a bad contract at all for, for either, either person, either side. Uh, no.
1: next, yeah, it definitely works out for him.
0: Next two, we'll just briefly talk over um, just because they're not, people that we care overly too much about, but Orlando Brown ended up staying with the chiefs. They tagged him. And then cam Robinson was tagged by the Jags. Both of these make sense. And both of them still need offensive line help. So I think being able to keep um, two of these pieces that are arguably pretty talented, um, it, it makes sense for them to be able to keep and try and build around. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially with everything the chiefs traded to get Orlando Brown's, you knew he wasn't going anywhere.
0: <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> that yeah. is for sure. Yeah. Um, so a couple, a couple, uh, I apologize guys. Now I'm going to have some tongue twists today, but a couple people yeah. that have been released this year. Um, I've only got four. I wanted to talk about, um, one that was a little shocking was Tariq Cohen from, uh, the bears. what do you think when you saw that? Cause I was a little shocked.
1: Yeah. Very shocked. Yeah. I know. I immediately messaged you like, you know, telling <laughs> you that like guys like, Hey, he's gone. Like, you know, like that one surprised me. I know he, you know what he came off of a uh, injury. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, didn't really get to do a lot there anyways, but I mean, he's still a super young back, very talented. Like that one really surprised me to see them, you know, especially with them having a young quarterback now, like Mm -hmm. I really, you know, thought you're going to pair that up, you know, get somebody young in there with him to help really build that rapport. But I guess that was not their plan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He really offset David Montgomery pretty well, but I will say, I think one thing that led to this release is David Montgomery basically was the workhorse this year and the emergence of Khalil Herbert. You know, I was really high, me and James last year, when we were talking about Khalil Herbert, we were shocked that he went so late in the draft. He was a steal Mm -hmm. by the bears and you saw how just incredible he was, even when David Montgomery wasn't able to play. So I think that kind of played into the fact that they didn't need Tariq Cohen, because the one thing that always, I will always knock on Tariq Cohen because he is shifty. He reminds me so much of Darren Sproles, just so shifty. Yeah. Great in the receiving game, but he cannot run between the tackles very well. He just can't. Right. So now they've got Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, both who can run between the tackles, both can receive really well, and both can technically be three down backs in my opinion. So I think it's, it made it pretty easy for the Bears, but I was still shocked to see them uh, to see them let go. And I think he'll be pretty touted. <laughs> coming into the, oh yeah, for, he, sure. for the free agent period. Uh, a couple other ones were some defensive players, uh, Bobby Wagner. That was a big, you know, a big deal for Seattle, obviously after Russell Wilson got traded, which we'll get into here in just a few moments, but they let Bobby Wagner go. And here I want to ask you because this kind of ticked me off. Okay. Cause I don't like people that give you tenure and play really well at an extremely high level. Did you see that report that came out that he didn't even know he was going to be getting released?
1: didn't hear it from the team he yes. heard it from the like media reports yeah yeah
0: yeah how how disrespectful I like mean, the dude built he helps build the legion of
1: boom there yeah. you know like i mean that defense was absolutely insane and i mean he was the focal point and 100%. then to not even give you know to not even give him that courtesy call like hey man like we're obviously in a rebuild here you know we just you, you know you're slowing down a little bit it's 10 years here uh, you know we're just gonna have to part ways we just can't afford this contract anymore like why can't they give him that respect?
0: Right. Well, and it's the same thing where you, you know, we talk about green Bay with Aaron Rodgers when they drafted Jordan love, not giving him a heads up, you know, again, I don't think there's, you always necessarily need to tell everybody what you're doing, but when they've given you 10 years and he basically made that defense and that defense has been not very good, but guess what's been good. Him. He's been, he's been amazing on that defense. That has never changed. And he's a captain for crying out loud. And then he finds out from the media, him and his agent both find out that way. That's ridiculous. So I was very upset. And there's obviously he's been linked uh, to going to Dallas. We'll see what happens, but he will be extremely sought after in this free agent period. Oh yeah, And he will make a defense. um, Incredible. Let's just put it that way. It'll be incredible. And I, I'm just sitting here thinking, can you Micah Parsons, Bobby Wagner and you still have Leighton Vander Esch like, dude, (laughs) like, Oh my God, (laughs) that's going to be interesting. So another one, um, Jordan Hicks out of Arizona was released. Uh, I'm not too surprised. I mean, he had a very hefty contract and and he wasn't overly living up to it. So not a big deal, but uh, Blake Jarwin, as we kind of mentioned earlier as well, was released by the Cowboys, obviously with the emergence of Dalton Schultz, it makes a lot of sense for them not to keep both because Dalton Schultz can do everything. I mean, he's a great blocker mm-hmm. and he can catch. So now let's get into the meat of what we want to talk about today. All right. You ready for these? These are these trades that just took place at the quarterback position.
1: And same trade. There is no off season in football.
0: No, no off season. That's what we love about it. All right. Let's start with the one. Let's start with Russell Wilson. Cause this one makes sense. <laughs> so, Obviously Russell Wilson for the last couple of years has been kind of linked to being released or you know, traded in Seattle and he's given out these little names, you know, of the teams that he wants to blah, blah, blah. Well, it finally happened. Russell Wilson has been traded from Seattle and he has gone to Denver. And I freaking love it. Absolutely love this trade. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's gonna just fit right in. Like they literally just became a Super Bowl contender by just getting, you know, a quarterback like Russell Wilson.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, the, in, in my opinion, they've only been about a quarterback away from a very good Super Bowl push. Now, I do think that they still, you know, their defense is very young, but very talented. Okay. But it's very young. I still think, you know, they need to have like another veteran presence, come back into that locker room to kind of solidify that defense as a whole, but very young defense, but very good. And they have some amazing weapons that they lost. Noah Fant, not a big deal in my opinion, because you still have Jerry Judy of Cortland Sutton and you still have Javante Williams who we both I know we've talked about needs to take over that uh, backfield yep. so yeah. I think th- I think they're poised to be able to make a good playoff run
1: no definitely and, and I mean I don't know if you've read or heard about it but you know obviously Vaughn Miller just signed that one-year deal when he went over there um, there's rumor that Vaughn could be coming back to Denver mm-hmm. now so you know he he got his ring he got what he needed you know why not
0: yes yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Von Miller's definitely been linked to coming back. I think he, I, I would call that home. I know he loves LA, but Denver's his home. He's been there for, for so long. And yeah, I think it'd be so cool for him to be able to come back. Now on the flip side, Seattle does get Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and then Shelby Harris, all well, Shelby Harris had a really solid year last year. Noah Fan is very talented. I don't know what they plan on doing with Drew Locke, but <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, and then some, and then some picks. Obviously, they got two first rounds and two second round picks as well. Oh, and a fifth round, but I don't care about the fifth round. So they can definitely make some moves in this draft. Um, one of them being the nine overall pick. So they got a top ten pick which maybe they could target a quarterback now um, to come in and see, Hey, can you beat out lock? If so, you can play. And if not, we'll, we'll sit you. So do you think they're going to target a quarterback in the draft?
1: Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, I mean, and obviously we'll get into this more, you know, later, but I definitely, I almost see Malik. I, I see him going for Malik being a Seahawk. Yeah. That is of course, you know, that of course is, you know, pinning on what um, Deshaun Watson does. I mean, cause I mean, everyone's going to go after Watson that needs a quarterback. Like, that's just Amazing. how it's going to be.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You know, so.
0: Yeah, I 100%. No, now,
1: on this trade question. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like we said, Denver is needing a quarterback. You know, since Peyton left, they really haven't had a good quarterback.
0: No, it's like, what, seven and seven years?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so do you think that the reason they pulled the trigger and did this you know, massive trade is seeing the luck that, L.A. just did with their massive trade in getting Stafford. Do you think that, you know, that played a part in it?
0: Well, I think it's even deeper than that. I mean, look at, yeah, I mean, I I do agree 100%. The the fact that Stafford, you know, what is it? The shirt that says F the picks, you know, that (laughs) Sneed was, you know, that mentality. um, You know, I definitely think that helps. But then I also want to take it just a step further. I know this was a free agent acquisition. But then even when Tom Brady went down to Tampa, you know, you look at the last two Super Bowls. Tom Brady won in Tampa his first year after coming to a brand new team that was basically, again, a quarterback away from being able to make uh-huh. a good push, made it work. Stafford coming down to LA. The Rams seemed to be a quarterback away, traded away golf to be able to make that push. You know, they ended up winning. So now you look at this now in Denver, they've been about a quarterback away because if you look at some of these games, their defense was keeping them in games and their offense just wasn't scoring points. Their offense scored basically nothing last year. I mean, it was such garbage. Teddy Bridgewater is not a good quarterback. Drew Locke is not a good quarterback. They have talent on the offensive side of the ball. So they could be a quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl. I do think that they will make a very, very solid run and not to mention, they still have cap space guys. Okay. They still have cap space to go out and still, I mean, they're at 26 above the cap right now to play with. I don't even think I need to say anything else, you know, (laughs) like they can still go and bring in pieces. That's after the Wilson trade. They still got 26 mil to play with. So I think that they're poised to be able to make a very good push this year. For sure. Now the one that affects you. So for all of you new guys or anybody that doesn't know Devin yet, he is a Colts fan say with it, what you will. All right. At that. So <laughs> I, I, through the years, man, I still bleed blue. Yeah, it's fine, man. Hey, you do you, you bleed what you want to bleed. Um, but that's fine. But Carson Wentz has now been a traded from the Colts to the Washington commanders, which is something now we're going to have to learn how to say this year um, is yeah. the commanders. So uh, they haven't commanded a dang thing in many years, but we'll see what happens. But what do you think? I know that we have had so many, uh, you know, talking outside, you know, the podcast about Carson Wentz being traded, what that's going to look like. And I feel like they wanted to get rid of him so bad. They haven't even had a secession plan yet figured out.
1: Yeah. So like, obviously when I first heard news, you know, a couple of weeks ago that they were going to trade away Wentz, I did not understand it, you know, here, we just gave up a, what, third round pick last year. We gave up our first round, well, second round, but then ended up being the first round this year. So we don't have a first round pick. And I'm just sitting there, and I, I'm like, I'm, I'm contemplating why get rid of him when we don't have anything. Like, what what do they have in mind? Right. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe maybe we make a trade with someone like Minnesota. You know, I know there's always talk of Cousins. You know, how Minnesota's not happy with him. You know, maybe do something like that. And then this trade comes out, and you know, basically we rented Carson Wentz for a first round because we're you know we're getting a third, or you know, a third round pick this year, so that kind of offsets that third round pick we lost last year. And you know, mm-hmm. and then of course there's other plays, in but as the reports have been coming out, it sounds like, you know, and you know, here he is going to be a commander, but he doesn't seem to command the locker room. Right. And you know, it seems, it seems like he was a complete duck, which is surprising because you know, all off season last year, even off season this year, him and Michael Pittman and Zach Paschal, and all the receivers get together and they go work out and they do all that stuff. So like, it almost gives you a conflicting report. But, I mean, after reading all that, after seeing all that, I can understand why, you know, it's just time to move on rather than, you know, spending that 15 mil that he was going to be getting this year, mm-hmm. you know, and just to save some cash stakes. But, I mean, it still leaves the question, what are we going to do? We don't have a first-round pick that we can, you know, try and leverage to somebody, you know, for like Jimmy Garoppolo or, mm-hmm. you know, something of that extent. Yeah. You know, we don't have we don't have any of that draft capital now. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, we have, we've all kind of, you know, and, and everybody knows JT cause he's our producer on the podcast as well. So we've, we've mentioned him many times. We all know he's a Colts fan as well. So us three have been talking about this for weeks. Well, since it's taken place, like, what are we going to do? What, you know, what are you guys going to do here? I think there are some cheap options out there. Um, but I don't think, I don't think there's an option out there right now, outside of Deshaun Watson, if there was a way you could finagle that, which again, I don't think is going to happen because it would be trading within the division. division. Yeah. I just, right. I can't see the Texans being that stupid, but I don't see anybody that's going to take you to a Super Bowl this year. And it's disappointing yeah. because you've got people like Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman, uh, you know, um, you know, Leonard on your defense and you know, all these guys that are now, basically Nelson, you know, they're Coach all Nelson. getting younger. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, you yeah, know, they're not going backwards in age here, you know, so you're basically wiping mm-hmm. a season that they can't be competitive so it is going to be very interesting the next, the next few weeks in, in the free agency with trades um, to to see what the Colts are doing. But if you had to pick just your, your option, who do you think the Colts would go with?
1: Um, honestly, I've been looking at this a lot, you know, like you said, I've been yeah. talking with you about it a lot. And of course, you know, I'm going to say Deshaun Watson just yeah. because like he's one of the most talented quarterbacks out there, yeah. but let's be realistic. Like you said, they're not going to most likely trade in division. So I'm actually going to be the surprising one here. I'm going with a wild card. Okay. Um, obviously, and when we get in, when we get into it a little more, um, when we start talking teams' needs, we all know the Colts need a wide receiver. There's a big free agent this year, yep. Allen Robinson. Who, who better? Bringing back Mitch Trubisky. Got to set a year under Josh mm-hmm. Allen. Really got to learn some, get some solid rapport going, and you already have a wide receiver that he's you know he's comfortable with. He did well with. Mm -hmm. why not bring him in let's just go let's go with that try and grab a guy in the uh, draft maybe as well and have a competition and really build some Sam Ellinger up if we have to and go from there
0: yeah I mean you know I wasn't I'm not a massive Mitch Trubisky fan but I could see it working I mean he worked under like you said Josh Allen for a year maybe he learned some new tips Uh, maybe he you know his eyes got a little bit better a little bit faster because Josh Allen is very accurate Um, well has been over now the past couple of years improved every year um, which is what everybody now looks for in a quarterback they're like oh the Josh Allen effect well that's because he got so right. good every year after, year after year like not everybody does that but if you know if he was able to get and improve you know get his eyes faster he's he is mobile then they they are looking for somebody that wants to be mobile in the pocket not just sit there and get crushed uh, I think it would be an interesting fit I do, if they want to ever go on free agency, I think another wild card that I'm interested in would be Marcus Mariota, just because I think he can yep. be dynamic. I think he does have, you know, um, you know, he could be electrifying. We've seen what he could do down in Tennessee. We even saw what he did with the Raiders when, when Derek Carr wasn't able to play. He looked good, and I think he deserves another chance. Again, these guys, you know, they're, again, they're wild cards, but I think it would be a lot of, uh, I think it'd be really cool to kind of see um, either one of them get that second opportunity um, since they sat now behind somebody that, you know, are very good quarterbacks. So we'll be interesting. All right. Now, go ahead.
1: One, one more thing before you move on for trades. Yep. Um, I know one you don't have in here. Obviously, it doesn't quite affect fantasy as much as other things. But how about Khalil Mack getting traded to oh, the yes. Chargers?
0: Yeah, I, I did forget like, about that one.
1: Yeah. Like, that one just completely threw me off. Like, and I mean, in all reality, for a guy like Khalil Mack,
0: they got him stupid cheap. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It wasn't even like uh what was it like a third round um pick second round pick this year and
1: a uh, six yeah and then a six round pick next year
0: yeah it was something ridiculous I'm like you didn't even get a first rounder out of this like I was shocked yeah absolutely shocked I
1: mean here's the thing you have to think about like I said obviously this doesn't quite affect fantasy as much as others but at the same point in time you have a quarterback or a running back going against the chargers you now have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack charging in a one-two punch like you're going to it's going to be hard to start certain guys so that's going to be something that we're going to have to keep an eye out going forward starting this season
0: well and i think the chargers are trying to sit there and make a claim to where it's like okay we've got our quarterback justin herbert is competitive but you can now argue that he's what the third best quarterback pending in that division now with russell wilson now in there so like right yeah you know and then you look at the receivers so it's like okay if we can't outscore teams then we're going to focus on destroying offenses on the other side of the football. And I think that's what they thought about bringing him in and being able to have a clean Mac now on that team.
1: And obviously, I mean, I'm sure, you know, the Russell Wilson trade, of course could have pushed him in that, but I'm sure it's something oh, yeah. they're working on. Here's the thing though, the big one they face twice a year, the one that's always in contention anymore, the chiefs. Mm-hmm. If you watch these last few seasons, when teams start getting pressure on, Um, Mahomes which hasn't been something They've easily been able to do in the years before With how you know shifty he is That's when they fall apart You know the receivers you know I don't know something happens They can't catch the ball Mahomes is rushed A little more so I think they just they looked At that and that's what they're doing they're trying to be able to get pressure On you know guys like Mahomes So they don't have all that time to be able to you know You know command the game
0: yeah I mean look at the Playoffs I mean Cincinnati got so much pressure On him at the end of that game and then he just Looked like a chicken with his head cut off You know, just running around, throwing the football in no direction and getting, you know, I think he had like one sack for like 30 yards. It was stupid, you know, or 25. I mean, I couldn't believe how dumb it was. He ran back and forth, sideline to sideline, like four times before he got set. Like, this is ridiculous guys, but but yeah, that is a good one. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, few things, um, we're going to jump into real quick and, uh, we'll be wrapping up is we already talked about Roger staying in green Bay. No surprise. Um, I mean, we're, we are definitely curious to see where this contract lands, keeps being brought up somewhere around 50 million, um, for four years, which would be 200. He's saying that's not correct. Well, there's like 15 other people that's saying that is correct. So like, uh, we don't and with know. Who to the, believe. And with
1: the team and with the team 43 mil, yes. you know, above the cap already anyways, like they got to figure something out.
0: Right. And they still have to, you know, figure out what they're going to do with Adams long-term as well. So that's going to be very right. intriguing um we talked about sean watson he yeah also guys he's not gonna have any criminal charges we know that but he still has some civil cases and then we got still got to see after all this wraps up will the nfl suspend him or not suspend him so we'll have to figure out that um and then this was kind of shocking to me antonio brown this this little punk okay has decided (laughs) to come out and say that he wants to play for the cowboys Okay.
1: <laughs> I just, how, how does he think any team is going to want him after his fit that he thrown? Cause that's all it was. That was a, that was a, that was a, a, yeah, it was a kid throwing a fit. On, yeah. yeah. That was a tantrum on the field. Yep. Like,
0: yeah. And, and let's, let's be honest. Arguably when his head is on, right, he is explosive and he is oh, a yeah. and of that one of the
1: best the game's ever seen.
0: Yes. Yeah. But the problem is, is his head's not always on straight <laughs> Yeah. and, but I will say this. Okay. If if a team is going to pick him up, I do think it's going to be Dallas, and here's why. Think about Randy Gregory, you know, with all the stuff that he had on um, off the field as well. Uh, think about mm-hmm. – um, oh, why can't I think – oh, my goodness, I can't think of his name now. Um, I apologize. The guy that was – he always got in trouble with marijuana charges. Uh, Josh Gordon.
1: Gordon. Gordon yeah, yeah.
0: Like, you know, they they pick up people and they try to – fix them, you know, it's just what they do. Um, you know, I, they, they're a team where it's like, look, we're here to win. We want to win. Um, we don't care how we get it there. I don't care what you do. Just win me games on the field and win me a ring. Like that almost seems the mentality down there in Jerry Jones land. So.
1: No, agreed. But like at the same point in time, a team has to factor in the fact Brown was living with his quarterback that was helping, you know, keep him in line and he still loses his mind. Yep. Like, is he too far gone?
0: Yeah, it might be. I don't think anybody's too far, too far gone for, (laughs) for Jerry Jones, but (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, Now this, another sad thing, Calvin Ridley has now been suspended for this season, obviously because of his apparently gambling issue that took place this past year. Now it is sad. We know that you shouldn't be betting you know, on, on sporting event, you know, on your, on your sport, I guess you should say, but betting in sports has becoming so prevalent now that I'm kind of not surprised that this has happened. And I'm curious to way that they're going to handle this moving forward, because I guarantee you there's people out there right now, betting on games that are athletes. Yeah, they are a hundred percent. They just don't have their name on there. They're using friends or family or whatever. Like I'm I'm a hundred percent. And in fact, the NFL, wasn't even looking at this issue this fell in their lap Calvin Ridley literally just he for some stupid reason put his name on there and it just fell into the, like they didn't outreach like they didn't go out to him to figure out what was going on like it was brought to their attention not the other way around the NFL didn't even notice which is very disturbing but the, here's, the go ahead here's,
1: Oh, I was just going to, what, what upsets me about it is, you know, on that same note, the NFL not noticing it, you know, that this is going on, but yeah, yeah he's getting suspended a whole game. I mean, a whole season. Yes. And you have guys like Kareem Hunt, Preach who takes what, like an eight game suspension. Yes.
0: Yep. Yep. You
1: know, like, like what is, what is the NFL? What message are they sending?
0: Yep. Oh, a hundred percent. You're, you're basically, cause I mean, take it a step further, man. Like all of the Tyree kill, you know? Um. Oh, come on, man. There's, there's, People all over the place that have, you know, abused women or, or possibly raped women or possibly, you know, the one was punching a kid. I think Tyreek was Tyreek Hill was um, child abuse, you know, and
1: Adrian Peterson, Adrian you know, for Peterson. His kid, he was suspended games, you know, yeah.
0: like, but they weren't suspended seasons. They were suspended right. games and some of them weren't even a lot of games. So to me, yeah. it's like, okay, you can beat up whoever you want. Don't kill them you can beat up whoever you want. Cause there's also the Aaron Hernandez thing. <laughs> so obviously right, right. that's vastly different, <laughs> but you can beat up whoever you want. You can, you can, you know, punch them, slap them, whatever. Doesn't matter. We're not going to suspend you for a season, but if you hurt the integrity of the game, then now it's a problem, right? you know, but right. then take that a step further. What are you going to do with Steven Ross, which is the owner of the dolphins who mm-hmm. has now come out and his former coach, Brian Flores has stated well, he has offered me $100,000 uh, $100, to lose games. Well, if you're yeah. going to suspend Calvin Ridley for a full season for gambling one time, which, by the way, he lost a crap ton of money on, but gambling one time, well, what are you going to do okay, with Steven Ross?
1: So, Okay, so on that, um, I, 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 you must not have read the new report.
0: I, d- I guess I didn't. So what happened?
1: It, it was more. So, apparently, it now came out with documents that he bet more than 3900 on six separate wagers that included Falcons games,
0: oh. five
1: of which were parlays, uh, including Atlanta's money line. Well, one was a $1,300 in-game wager on Atlanta's team total that was made in the second half of the Falcons' victory. Um, and then, apparently, where was the other part I seen? Uh, he also... Um, okay. Right here. He placed 33 additional wagers on other sports and leagues that totaled 32,733, where he only won $2,744. Wow. But there was a lot, more, there was a lot more betting that they have now yeah. found out that they came through.
0: Well, that is very disappointing. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I did not hear that report. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but, but my point still stands is if you're going to suspend him, which I'm fine with. Okay. I'm totally fine with that. You're going to, if you're going to suspend him, do it. But then I think that needs to go into the ownership as well. You can't just start suspending players, degree. but allow your owners to do the same thing. Because the integrity is still being broken. That's all I'm saying. So
1: on, on all that, you know, another person that we can kind of bring in this. I, and granted, I don't know, know if the civil case has happened yet or what. But Alvin Kamara, what's going to happen yeah. there? Is he only going to be suspended for a few games? You yeah. know,
0: still haven't heard. Yeah.
1: You know, so yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, you know, how they're taking this betting and suspending an entire year. But it seems like if you're breaking criminal charges on abusing someone, the NFL is just like, ah, we'll slap them on the wrist. It's okay,
0: right? Yeah, we need you in the long term to be able to win, so you're good, right? You know, but if it's people like you know, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The message is so well, so all over the place.
1: Even Alvin Kamara, like the reports were, the cops were waiting outside the stadium, and they were told by um, yeah, uh, the NFL, just, to wait. The, com- the commissioner, yep. to wait until the game was over, like excuse me?
0: Yeah. I would have walked on that field. How dare yeah. you think that you guys you know, are above the law?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's very intriguing. I definitely think there's a lot of things that need to be straightened out. You know, there's definitely crooked. I mean, there's crooked in everything you go, True. but like True. They, they, they've got to find a way to, you know, if you're going to penalize a certain way, then you got to, you got to level the board out for everyone to stop this from happening. You're supposed to be an example for, you know, for kids, for, you know, even adults. And you're
0: not doing that when you're doing this off the field. Exactly. 100% agree with you. All right. Last two things that we're going to discuss and uh, we'll move on is Matt Ryan did get reached. Rest- uh, they're working on a restructure down in Atlanta. And then we want to shout out the, Shaint, the Saints because we don't know how they did it. <laughs> and I don't plan on looking up to see all these freaking moves. But they have figured out a way to really get out of their treacherous cap issue. Um, they have the, I think they started the off season. I think it was somewhere around 70 million in the hole
1: 70. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Somewhere around that. And they've, they've now moved up from dead last to 28th, which is uh, not, yep. not bad. I mean, so they're, they're still a little in the hole, but it's not bad at all. Um, you know, they're, they're now in the positive well realm <laughs> instead of being yeah. super negative, you know, so that's really exciting for them. Um, I think you did the math what are they what are they at now
1: They're right at uh, Seven mil yeah. uh just under Seven mil
0: perfect so yeah So look at that I mean It was I mean it was just not a good situation But they have done such good job restructuring Uh all of those contracts And figuring out a way and honestly they Haven't even moved people yet like I was kind Of surprised they haven't no. moved a lot so Good job for those guys to be able to uh, Figure out how to get around it But uh all right guys well it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you all this week and again we will be doing another episode coming out we're going to be talking about some teams and some free agents that are that are available that we think that are going to be good fits for teams Um, but thank you guys again for listening to another episode of the football monsters with Caleb and Devin and uh, we'll catch you next time I could be cool, manic, a fool, but never forgotten. Weeping in the dark.